Hello guys, welcome to Student of Life podcast with your host, Akrisha Pepper. Thank you very much if you are a returning listener and if you are new, welcome. There's so much episode for you to go through here. This podcast focuses on a journey through our life along with a focus on holistic wellness. So this episode today is all about mental and emotional health awareness in Ghana. So me and a lot of my people have started a certain kind of movement and awareness foundation, which is called Mental and Emotionist Awareness Ghana. And I'm going to tell you guys exactly how this happened, my story and the whole like, you know, our vision, our mission, our whole values and everything. And just like the movement going forward. So let's get straight into the episode. So I want to start off with my own story, right? I'm Ghanaian. I was born in Ghana and I moved to the UK when I was about six, seven years old. And I've been here all my life, like through primary school, secondary school, college, uni, everything, right? But my parents were born in Ghana. They were raised in Ghana. They went to the schools in Ghana and then moved here to like pursue their dreams and do the things that they want to do here, okay? Um, and because of that, they have all their mentalities, their values, their beliefs, like everything. Education is a Ghana, is Ghana, Ghana based. Okay. And when you have parents who everything of theirs, even though they live in a different country, like in the Western, but everything of theirs is still Ghanaian, African, they can be conflict. And that's what happened to me. And this is my story. So when I was about in this country, like in the UK, we have something called a GCSE. That's like your final exams before you go into college, like going to like um, college, yeah. Um, and usually at the age of like 14, 15, like year 10, year nine, year 10, that's when you start to pick the courses you want to do. And usually it's like the course you're going to be taking into like all the way through to uni. And I always knew from a very young age that I wanted to, cre- to create. I love music. I love like even acting. Like when I was in school, like I used to do drama. I used to love acting. Um, I loved anything to do with creating. I loved art, fashion, like everything, textiles. And I always knew that I wanted to do something to just like creating. I didn't really know like if I wanted to be specifically into fashion, specifically into like art, specifically into whatever it was. But I knew I just wanted to create something from within. That was it. And when you know yourself from that young, sometimes with African parents can be a conflict. Because for me, my father always wanted me to be a doctor. He always wanted me to go into medicine, like always, always wanted me to go into medicine. <laughs> um, so when it was he hears that, like, you know, I want to do into like creating and arts and all these kind of kind of things. I'm like, what? No, not in this house. So it became a really big conflict, like a kind of like a misunderstanding. So I came home with my, you know, my little sheet thing was like, you know, your parents have to sign it. That, you know, those are courses you want to do to end up your school with, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he didn't want to sign it. He was not with it. Cause you're supposed to sit down with your parents and then pick these courses together. And then the school would decide like where to put your what if like is best as well. And then you just hoping that you get your first choices of like the course you want to do. Cause people come always like, basically you're com- competing with other people as well. And my parents wasn't having it. And it became a whole big thing to the point where it was just very toxic in the house. It was very toxic in the house. You know when your parents give that silent treatment that, you know, if you live in an African household, you know that like, you, you get shy at that, like a whole lot of things. And for me, I've always been, been like like this as a kid and I've, I'm still like this even as an adult. I don't like stress. <laughs> I don't like anything that stresses me out. Anything that kind of just makes me feel out, out of alignment, I I just I can't deal with it like every part of me just runs it just can't do it and imagine like me now I know how to like move the same things as an adult I know how to like you know do something I know how to like you know position myself in the same plan and I could understand myself I know how to move 
But imagine as a kid when you're 14, 15 years old, where you don't even understand, you know, what's going on. You just, you, you don't even understand that you're, it's the stress you're going through. It's like, you know, anxiety that you're going through. Like, it's pressure you're going through. You don't know that. You just know that the whole world feels like it's on your shoulders. You're going through a lot of burdens. Like, you feel like you're not making your parents proud. You feel like you want to do what you want to do, but no one understands you in the family. You feel like, you know, you're, you're kind of letting people down when all you want to do is just be happy and just do what you love. Um, and then, you know, your parents are just kind of having big conflict with you in the house. So, point where like, my mental health as a child, like, my mental and emotional health was down. I didn't know what mental health and emotional health was at age 14, 15. So, I used to go to school wearing that same kind of like leaving home, going to school, and going, home, going to school with like the house problems. Like, everything I was feeling at home, everything like everything, going to school with it. I was done. One of my teachers realized it, that I was different. Because I'm the kid, I was the kid who's good at, I put my hands up to answer the questions. I'm very like confident in school. Like I'm not sh hiding behind the background shy. That wasn't me. So my teacher realized that, oh, nah, there's something wrong here. So when I spoke to her about it, I was like, you know, my parents don't really want me to do, you know, the, the art courses and stuff. Like they're really, really unhappy, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know, I just want to do it. I really want to do it. But I feel like it's not going to make them proud because I'm busy going out there at the grains. But something in me is still telling me to go ahead and do it. She was like, I'm battling with myself, with my parents. And she really understood. And she was able to, like, you know, go through with me. Like, you know, just explain a lot of things to me. And, you know, she understood where my parents were coming from. Um, so over time, she kind of basically picked up that, like, my, my, my mental and emotional health, like, when it comes to school and everything, like, was de deteriorating. Like, I wasn't answering questions. I wasn't really doing my properly. I was just, like, off. To the point she reported to the school, the head teacher, and then the head teacher got basically got me a counselor in school. And we're gonna, we're gonna come back to the importance of having counselors in school in a minute. Um, because I got me a counselor, I was able to speak to this person, right? Who tell them what's going on, tell them how I was feeling, everything. I wasn't really trusting in the beginning. And my counselor shout out to her because she was absolutely amazing. Like to all my trust, she realized that I love music. Like I love music. Anyone who knows me that like, I love music um she bought my first ipod a little like ipods that first came out like from apple little tiny ones then you press the middles and stuff and you can move around yeah so she wanted me that one a green one and through that i started trusting her a bit better like you know we started being in a relationship where i started talking to her about like you know how i was feeling and emotions and everything to the point where like it got really bad to the point i literally told her like you know i want to kill myself i feel like i need to leave this world i feel like you know my parents understand me. No one gets it. All my family members are like, they don't understand. They understand why I'm doing this. Because my family is very academic. They feel like I'm just like, you know, just being stubborn, just not listening. But inside of me, something is telling me that this is a path for me. This is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to like just create. But no one understands it. And I don't want to keep fighting because it's making them, they don't, it's like they don't like me. And I don't like that they don't like me. And I just want to leave. I feel like if I leave this world, everybody be happy. And to her, look, for me, I was just like, and I was planning this how I want to like kill myself, this self harming myself, everything in my head. And I was telling her that. And she was just like a red flag, like alarm. So she reported it to the teacher, um, to my our head teacher. They basically called my parents to come and so we can talk about it, see that how they basically they can find help for me, how we can all like, you know, how they can basically make sure like I'm okay and like I'm good. And obviously African parents, they look at it like you took fam family problems to school. They don't look at it like, you know, you're a child who's age of 14, 15, trying to understand a lot of things, trying to do what you love, but no one understands you. They don't look at it like that. Um, you're going through emotional, emotional, emotional health issues. Um, you feel like misunderstood. They understand none of that. They just, they just think you, you're embarrassing us. You're making it look like we don't take care of you, kind of thing. And it became a whole big thing. Like they were like kill us afterwards. Like they didn't understand that at all. So point of became a whole bigger issue when I went home was like you've embarrassed us, like a whole lot of things. And they just couldn't see the thing of like my child is going through emotional and mental health issues, feeling isolated, feeling uh, misunderstood, feeling down, feeling stressed, having anxiety, not feeling comfortable. They couldn't get that. And I don't blame them that they couldn't get that because where they come from, they never had any education on that. 
And they was raised, born and raised and grew up and did everything, all the adulthood in Ghana. They were never taught that. So I don't blame them. They just was misunderstood. And they, they were misunderstood themselves and they just didn't have education on it. So their first response was, you're embarrassing us. It took my head teachers and my, um, my head teacher and my counselor who really kind of like, and their therapist came in, who they really like took me through and they really like stood behind me like, make sure like, you know, I was doing what I loved. And they really got to understand like, yo, you're really good at what you do. You're really good at this creative thing. Like, you're amazing. Like, nah, we're going to push you. You're going to do it. So when my parents realized like that, you know, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And they just kind of left me to it. But even that, the house was never in peace. Like, I was just never left alone in peace ever, basically. You know, yeah. Um, and that was when, that was my first ever mental and emotional health, like, challenge I've ever been through in my life. I just 14, 15. And that was how I had it. Okay. And even like the stress and everything I went through after, because now that your parents think you've taken the problems outside. And I know that as I'm telling this story, a lot of Africans that who have parents who are not, you know, who migrated to the UK, to America, to, to Europe, just to a different, it's like, you know, to the Western world. But you as a child, maybe you was born here, maybe you came when you was really little and you have grown up, grown up here. Like your, your, the way of your, you doing things is different. Like you don't have the typical African mentality you're educated more because certain things in like in this country in school they teach you certain things like my teachers understood mental and emotional health in ghana they don't even understand that you know i know a lot of people probably are thinking like oh my god i've been through the same thing oh my god like yeah and it's the question coming from oh my god african parents yes and at that time i don't understand what's going on but now i do like 10 years later i do and i see the red flags and all that and i see all that like that's a no-no and I started my podcast last year and my podcast, as you guys know, is focused on like, you know, emotional health, like spiritually, mentally, emotionally, just like people as we're going through life and everything. And just like, you know, how to like be a student of life, how to personal development, um, self-improvement and just all of the above and like, you know, wellness and everything. And even spirituality also involved as well. A lot of you that have been listening to this from since I started last year, like you guys know, like how my podcast goes. And because of that, I have been able to con connect with a lot of people around the world. And I'll say probably like 50% of them are like Ghanaians. The other 50 is like, you know, other African countries and also like, you know, Caucasians and other ethnicities as well. But 50% are literally Ghanaians around the world and in Ghana. Okay. And I have so many people that are in Ghana. I've probably about 30% of them are in Ghana, like literally based in Ghana. And so many of them have been able to like, cause I talk to a lot of my listeners, like on Snapchat, Instagram, like I respond back. Like I talk to them, we have conversations. Sometimes I even become my friends. Like we should build relationships and stuff. And one thing I kept coming up all the time is that anytime I talk about their problems, they want advice on something, like about 70% of their problems and their things that they're going through in life. It's not, it's all about like mental and emotional health issues and them feeling like they have no one else to talk to you. And then even their parents, they feel like they can't, their parents, their parents understand. Even in their schools, like they try to get help in their schools. There's no counselors, there's no therapists, there's nobody in their school that is educated on their mental health. Their friends don't understand it. Their parents don't. Their society doesn't. Their communities don't. And now they just feel like they're going through by themselves. And then they find me obviously and they feel like they can talk to me because they feel like I understand those kind of things. And I want to talk to them and get them out of it. I've talked to people who are literally suicidal, like at the edge of killing themselves. And by God's grace, it's not my, me, but I believe it's God's grace. I was able to like, help them get out. I've helped three people get out like that, suicidal. And it was all mental and emotional health issues and them feeling like they have nowhere to run to. Through all of this, I have come to realize that it's time for us to stand up. Like our parents, they didn't get these educations. 
and it took it's now us they're suffering from it right in a society now it's different from our parents society when we were growing up right and they didn't get this educated they didn't understand any of these things and us in our, in our like day and age our generation where we understand emotional health emo, emotional health a bit where we understand mental health because you know the so, social media has made the whole world like into one place where even if like you know your country like ghana doesn't really talk about emotional health and mental health maybe you've heard other people talk about another country like you 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 know kind of something about it you've heard depression you've heard anxiety like you know you have a bit of education on it do you know what i'm saying so we can't look at like oh because you know our friends understand it like you know da, 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 and just like no it's time for us to make sure like our generation and like our like where we are now, we create like a better society and a better community for those that for our children that will come up for our like our younger sisters, our younger brothers, and the next generation is gonna come up. And even to the point we are we're even educating our parents as well. And that is how like this whole mental and emotional health um awareness kind of like issue was birthed. Well, from my own experience, seeing a problem. And now trying to find a way to, to like solve that problem, create a solution. So what I've done is created an Instagram page first of all, it's just like to, and the post is going to be all educational and very insightful ones. Like first of all, some of education, what is mental health, what is emotional health, how to even spot it in people, how to know that even you have it, how to see that maybe your friend is going through, even though they don't understand what they're going through, how to know that, oh no, you're going through emotional health issues, or you're going through mental health issues, or this is what you're going through, or this is what you're going through, so that we can help each other, so we can help our people. Okay. And this is not just about Ghana, this is about Africa. Because people from Nigeria that's watching me, people from Togo, from Benin, from um South Africa is watching me. We can all relate. It's not just a Ghana thing. Africa in general, we're just behind when it comes to education. Things like so many things with sanitation, wellness, mental and emotional, everywhere we're just very, very behind. And one thing about Africans is that we put everything to do with spirituality. Like everything is in spirituality, everything is in spirits, possessing people. People have real life issues, real life things. Like life is hard for people. People are going through things. People are heartbroken. People are going through pain, traumas, childhood things. People are going through like things that they can't even like speak. They can't even understand. It has something to do with spirits. Some of these things can be dealt with like using like cognitive like behavioral therapy, but we don't have that. You know, Ghana is like literally over like 30 million population, right? We have only three psychiatric hospitals in the country. That is like not enough. There's so many, you can go to Ghana, there's so many people who are walking around on the streets that are literally like, they tag them as they're mad. But it's not that most of them, like, they're not mad. I'll say about 50% of them, they're not mad. They've gone through depression, anxiety, bipolar, schizophrenic, like personality disorders, so many different things. And because the society they live in, their, their families, their friends, their communities don't, they, they understand that. They've lived as they're mad and now they've just gone over the board. They have no like help. Now they're out on the street. And that they tag them as mad. All they need is just like some help. All needs a community. And for me, I've, this is such like a again, like it's, as you guys have heard my story, it's very personal to me. And it's also like for my listeners and people I've spoken to, like and so many other people that I haven't even been able to speak to. I feel like it's time for us to do something like this. This is an awareness movement. This is not just me. This is not a me thing. This is a we thing. I can't do it alone. It's about all of us coming together to do it. So all of my Ghanaians, all of my Africans is watching me. Wherever you're from, the page is M and E. So literally I'll put it at the right at the bottom of like this video. And if you're listening to me on like, you know, on um, any podcast platforms, you can basically find a um, Instagram um, link, basically like in the show description, the show note. But if you're watching right now, it's ready here for you. 
follow the page repost everything that we post on there There's gonna be so much information posted on that instagram and the whole point of like you know this thing our mission is to like create a society that is stigma free a society where we understand mental and emotional health deeply a society where we prioritize mental health of each other's people a society where the schools churches communities have you know infrastructures which helps people when it comes to their mental and emotional health issues where schools have counselors counselors that are educated counselors that are insightful counselors that are motivated to help the people not those that you you message them and, and email them. It will take them like three months to get back to you. Because I've had a, an issue with somebody who literally told me they tried to contact the counselor in your school. They have a counselor in your school in the university. I think the school was Legon or something like that. And it took them like three months to get back to them. If the person wanted to kill themselves, three months they would have killed themselves already. You've lost somebody because there are counselors that are in the schools are just basically uneducated and serious, unmotivated. There's a lot of people, even in the country in general, there's a shortage of like mental health nurses, a shortage of a psych psychiatrists, like a, a whole shortage of like um, therapists, counselors, like people who need to, like people people that are needed in the mental and emotional health and wellness community. Because a lot of people understand, they feel like, you know, oh, me going to study this course, or, you know, doing a course in mental health or like, you know, emotional health and wellness and other things like that is basically going to look after my people. That's the, that's the mentality of like my people. And again, it's not their fault. You're not informed, you're not educated. And until like they're going through something or their family member has gone through something or their friend or like, you know, their partner, their children are going through something. That's when then they realize like, oh, this thing is really serious or like this is actually a thing. And you don't need to wait for your family or your friend or your partner, or your child to go through something for you to realize it. Because it could really be you tomorrow or somebody that you love tomorrow. So follow the page, follow the movement. And I'm going to be literally like, you know, updating you guys on everything because this is not just going to be something on social media. It's going to be an event that's going to happen in Ghana. It's going to be like a whole push behind it, a whole movement, everything behind it. And I'll keep you guys updated on, you know, as I plan everything out, um, everything that we're doing. And I say it's only me. I have amazing people. I have my partner. I have some of my friends who are involved in this, like who's helping. They're passionate. My best friend literally, like she's on a pursuit of like becoming a mental health nurse because she's so passionate about it. And I'm so proud of her for like even wanting to do something like that. So that is the episode for today, guys. It's just to like, you know, let you guys know what I'm doing. Um, and that it's not just about me, it's about we and how to get involved and you know, for my people. And this again is a movement for the people, by the people. Because again, I'm Ghanaian. I might live, you know, in a, in in the UK, I might not be easily affected by some of the things that happen in Ghana, but I have family there. My partner has family there. I have friends, my best friend is in Ghana. So anything that happens in a country affects them as well. And I have loved ones that affects them. It's my country. I have my people there. It's a country that, you know, I want to visit often. I want to be in that country. I want it to be like my, my, my home, like my second home at some point. I want my children to like, to know the country. I want them to, to be there. And if you don't start now, like putting things in place, changing the systems, um, Pushing for certain things to be changed, like policymakers, like for them to change certain things around, for infrastructures to be put into place, for schools and like the society and everything in general to just be done. We will grow up, our kids will grow up and it's still be the same community, same thing. Like, oh, it's always Africans, it's always black people that I don't understand mental health. It's always black people that don't understand anything. It's always black people that, you know, are not educated. It's always black people that, you know, they don't, you know, they don't take certain things seriously. No. So, 
that's it for today thank you very much for staying all the way to the end with me and i hope that you know this all of this and everything touched your heart and you know it pushes you to also do your part within your community do your part you know with you know being part of the movement following the page resharing reposting everything that we post on there and following this whole journey because this is gonna be a journey guys i'm gonna take you on this is an activism journey yeah this is an activism journey it's not just a talk it's not just a social media thing it's a raw thing so join me and follow the journey thank you very much guys and i'll see you guys very soon Mwah.